It's Sunday, August 14th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. An international agreement to restore Ukraine's Black Sea grain exports is showing early progress, with 18 ships moving to and from ports in Odessa, nearly six months after Russia's invasion bottled up a chunk of the world's agricultural products. On Saturday, the Grain Initiative passed a key milestone when the first inbound ship to arrive in Ukraine under the agreement safely departed Odessa after loading 12,000 tons of corn bound for Turkey. Before the ship's departure, all of the other outbound ships leaving Odessa had been vessels that were stranded in Ukraine when Russia attacked in February. The ship's departure has proved the agreement can work, and provided hope for further food exports from Ukraine, which supplied about 10% of the world's wheat before the war. The country's inability to sell its grain has hurt its wartime economy and raised fears of a global food crisis in poor countries. In other news, a Palestinian gunman opened fire on a bus near the Western Wall in Jerusalem's Old City, injuring at least eight people, including American citizens, and left two in serious condition, Israeli police said. The pre-dawn shooting was the first such attack inside Israel in months. Between March and May, a series of attacks by Palestinian and Arab citizens of Israel left at least 19 dead, prompting an Israeli military crackdown in the occupied West Bank. The shooting attack in Jerusalem comes about a week after a ceasefire brought an end to a three-day flare-up between Israel and Gaza militants, which left dozens dead in the enclave. It also comes during a period of rising tensions in the West Bank, where an Israeli military raid on the city of Nablus on Tuesday left three militants dead and others wounded, according to the Israeli military and Palestinian health officials. Around the world, China's military said it would dispatch jet fighters to Thailand for joint air force training with the U.S. ally starting today, drills that come on the heels of Beijing's live-fire exercises around Taiwan and coinciding with a large U.S. military exercise in Indonesia. The coming Falcon Strike exercises will mark the fifth time the Thai and Chinese air forces have practiced and are focused on building trust between the nations, China's Ministry of National Defense said. In recent days, the U.S. has conducted its own live-fire drills in Indonesia along with regional allies including Australia, Japan, and Singapore. The so-called Super Garuda Shield exercises have gathered 2,000 forces each from the U.S. and Indonesia, plus personnel from 12 other nations, some participating for the first time. A joint U.S.-Indonesia government statement described the exercises as significantly larger in scope and scale than previous exercises and designed to strengthen interoperability, capabilities, trust, and cooperation built over decades of shared experience. Back in the U.S., FBI agents who searched former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home Monday removed 11 sets of classified documents, including some marked as top secret and meant to be only available in special government facilities, according to a search warrant released by a Florida court Friday. Mr. Trump's lawyers argue that the former president used his authority to declassify the material before he left office. While a president has the power to declassify documents, there are federal regulations that lay out a process for doing so. And, San Diego Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. 
was suspended for 80 games on Friday after testing positive for a performance-enhancing substance and won't play this season. Major League Baseball said Tatis tested positive for Clostabol, an anabolic steroid. Mr. Tatis said he accidentally took a medication to treat ringworm that contained the banned substance. The penalty imposed by Major League Baseball was effective immediately, meaning the all-star shortstop, who had been out of the entire season because of a broken wrist, cannot play in the majors until next year. Any postseason games the Padres play would count toward the 80 that Tatis must sit out, and he'll serve the rest of the suspension at the start of the next season. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.